What is up, y'all? My name is Matt, and welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find what is the greatest movie of all time. For the month of November, we've been do- I've been doing 90s action movies in review. Christian and I have been doing Batman in review. We are almost done with that series. This is the last episode of the 90s action movies. And then I'll be dropping a top 10 list of the greatest 90s action movies of all time. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash two game. There's a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier. If you like what we're doing here, uh, please consider supporting us. If you don't have the means to support us uh, financially, then share our episodes amongst your friends. Share it on, uh, on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, wherever you do social media. We would greatly appreciate that, and we appreciate you listening to this episode each week that we uh, release this stuff. This week, we are doing Face Off. It is, on the surface level of it, this movie should not work. But somehow, it's entertaining as hell. It's It's got John Travolta, Nicolas Cage, it was released on June 27th, 1997. With the $80 million budget, it grossed $245.6 million worldwide. Basically, the movie is about... Uh, there's a terrorist plot, an FBI agent undergoes uh, facial transplant surgery, and then he assumes the identity of a criminal mastermind, his arch-rival, I guess you can call it, and the same dude who murdered his son. The plan turns sour when the criminal wakes up prematurely and seeks revenge. So, yeah, on the surface level, this movie should not work, but somehow it does. If I were to explain this movie to you, just, you know, passing by. Hey, man, I watched this really good movie this weekend. There's these two cops, or not two cops, there's a cop, and then there's the... Uh, there's this criminal, and they're basically arch rivals because the criminal killed his his son, and he finally catches the criminal. But there's a bomb that needs to be uh, disarmed, so they like swap faces for him to infiltrate his brother and his uh, organization so they can disarm the bomb in time. And then they sleep with each other's people, and they get to know each other a little bit better. And then they fight because they hate each other and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it sounds like a sci-fi movie. I mean, point blank, that sounds like a sci-fi movie. But somehow, it works. It's entertaining. This movie has the, it's the epitome of action movies. There are so many, there are so many explosions and then them, you know, the slow motion jumping through the air from the explosion there's are so many points in the movie where they just jump for no reason and you know the slow motion jumps while they're trying to shoot and then they do like uh like army rolls just randomly throughout the movie like they make it they make the action so much more dramatic than it has to be or it deserves to be but hey it works this movie is the epitome of action movies in the 90s I think. 
jumping into some fun facts before I get into my main thoughts on the movie. Nicolas Cage and John Travolta spent two weeks together before the filming started to learn how to play each other. They they actually uh, did some some special cues and they went over special techniques for each other to kind of make sure that they got the other character as well as they could. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone were in mind to play the lead roles. Honestly, you know, when you're when I'm looking at all these fun facts for any of the movies in the 90s, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets brought up in just about every single consideration role. And, I mean, you can't blame people because he was one of the biggest stars in the 90s. 80s and 90s was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Sylvester Stallone, I mean, he was an action star too, mainly in the, in the what, the 70s and 80s, I think. I mean, he was still big time in the 90s, but mainly in the 70s and 80s. So I think it would have been interesting to see them two uh, go up against each other in a movie. I'm curious to know which one would have been the the bad guy. Which one would have been Archer? Which one would have been Castor Troy? I think Sylve- I think just looking on the surface, I think Sylvester Stallone, I think he would have been Archer. I think just looking at it at a surface level, I think he would have been a good Archer. Most of the challenging action scenes that were filmed, they were filmed practically. Not a whole lot of CGI in this movie. In fact, the fight on the boat, like towards the end of the movie, that dramatic fight on the boat that you're wondering, how could this ever happen in real life? Well, I'm here to tell you it did happen in real life because that was filmed practically. Also, uh, they had to get a plane shot. The, the, the whole plane sequence was shot in one take because they legit destroyed an airplane. And they only had one. So they had to make sure they got it right. So they got 13 cameras uh, from different angles, and they made sure, and they just chose from all those shots. And that's how they got the airplane sequence, which was pretty interesting. I love it when when studios slash production crews, they do this stuff practically because it always looks better when it looks real. I mean, when it's CGI, you know it's, you know it's fake, and it takes you out of the movie. And I can't say that I was ever taken out of this movie by CGI. The practical effects were really good in this movie, especially especially with the uh, the face transplant uh, scenes. And they don't show too much of like Nicolas Cage's face when he doesn't have a face. But it looks good. I think they did good, really good with makeup right there. I thought that was perfect. They didn't need to show that, you know, too much in the movie. Because we're not here to see gore and stuff like that. We're here to see a lot of action and a little bit of character moments as well. So overall, I think this is one of the best movies in the 90s. And where exactly it fits in my top 10 list, well, you're going to have to watch the top 10 uh, 90s action movies of all time episode. But I'm here to tell you that it's one of my favorite movies in the 90s. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. So... It's going to be interesting to see, especially what movies I have not reviewed on this channel, what movies I hold higher than this movie. It's going to be, it's going to be real interesting when I, when I release that top 10 list. I, Nicolas Cage is known for his, his goofy acting, like his wide eyes, and he just gets real crazy when he's acting. And he does it a lot in this movie. 
Con- I watched Con Air recently, and other than his accent, which I can't tell if it's like a good accent or if it's a bad accent, you know, it's an Alabama accent. Like, I definitely know that's not real, but I'm like, is it bad though? Because no offense to people in Alabama, but I mean, we we all have some bad accents down there. Just saying. And he wasn't that crazy in Con Air. He didn't have the wide-eyed and the, you know, the crazy stuff going on like he does in his... He, he does it a little bit in The Rock, uh, but he really does it in Con Air. I mean, in uh, The Face-Off, excuse me. He gets wide-eyed, and he just does some crazy acting that is it, just the epitome of Nicolas Cage. And nowadays, I mean, that's exactly how he acts in every movie, so... It is what it is. Out of the two of them, obviously they both get a lot of screen time together. Or they don't they don't get a lot of screen time together, but they get a lot of screen time, both of them. And I gotta say, I thought Nicolas Cage did better out of the both of them. Which is kind of weird because you know Nicolas Cage is trying to act like John Travolta and John Travolta is trying to act like Nicolas Cage. But I think Nicholas Cage just kind of he he nails it in this movie, and he he's able to nail the fact that he is his arch rival. He's this criminal, this guy that he has despised uh, ever since he killed his son, and he does a good job of showing that emotion in all the scenes, especially like the scenes with Sasha and the boy. You can kind of see in his like facial expressions and his delivery that he's kind of feeling like empathy towards these people. He, I don't think he ever feels empathy, empathy towards uh Castro Troy at all. I think he still ultimately hates him and he's willing to kill him and all that good stuff. I think he's more empathetic towards the people that are in Castro Troy's life. And that's mainly Sasha and mainly Adam, who is the little boy, who happens to be his son, apparently. As far as Archer, John Travolta, I I gotta say, I, I say I like Nicolas Cage a little bit more in this movie, but John Travolta did a hell of a job in this movie. He goes from that real just pissed off, uh, real abrasive personality where he doesn't want to celebrate, you don't want to see him happy, he's just, let's get the job done at all costs. And then he turns into the criminal, you know, Castro Troy. And then all of a sudden he's this fun, laid-back dad. And the dichotomy of those two roles is really good, especially for John Travolta, I think. So, honestly, I love the acting in this movie. Yes, Nicolas Cage has his wide-eyed moments, and it kind of takes you out of the story and the movie. But it is what it is, you know. Granted... Some of his wide-eyed movie, uh, wide-eyed scenes involves him on drugs, but hey, it is what it is. Okay. As far as the music, I gotta say, just about every single movie in the '90s, specifically '90s action movies, I don't know if they, if it's just terrible scores, music, or, or what it is. It it just doesn't fit this movie. It just doesn't fit all the other movies in general. So, all together, I just do not enjoy the scores of any of these movies in the 90s. In fact, you'll I'll talk about it on my top 10 list episode. A lot of the movies are not as good as you remember it. 
the really good ones are still really good. But the ones you're like, oh, that was good, eh, they don't really hold up as well. I thought the story of this was really good. And as I mentioned, on the surface level, it it sounds like it would be in a sci-fi movie. But somehow they pull it together and they make it really good. And it's just really good character development throughout the entire movie. Uh, especially with uh, John Travolta's wife. You know, you see a lot of moments with her. And as far as the action, as I mentioned earlier, I think this movie has the epitome of what action scenes are in the 90s. They're the explosions, they're jumping through the air, they're doing the army rolls, they're doing they're just jumping just to shoot. Some really good action. I've ne- never saw them changing out ammo, which is the epitome of an action movie in the 90s. So, overall, absolutely love this movie. I think it's one of Nicolas Cage's best movies out of the three. I actually didn't know this. Con Air and Face Off were filmed back-to-back, basically, with Nicolas Cage. They released within a month of each other. So what What a year Nicolas Cage had that year. Con Air and then Face Off. Oh, such good movies. But yeah, this is one of my favorite movies in the 90s, and it's going to be interesting to see where I place it on my top 10 list. Uh, let me know what y'all think of this movie. Where where do you rank this amongst your top ten list? Let me know which character was your best, what you hated about this movie, and whatnot. But on a scale of zero to five face transplants, I give this five out of five. I think it's a perfect movie. Well, I say perfect movie. It, it is not perfect. The, the score, like I mentioned earlier, it, it kind of... I don't, I don't like it, and but I, it's entertaining. It keeps you in the moment. It's brilliantly paced. Like I think it's almost an hour into the movie before they actually uh, switch faces, and you're like, "Wow, it's already an hour into this movie." Yeah, like it is fast paced, brilliantly paced. I think just overall, it's just it's just a really good movie. And I think my only turnoff would be the score of the, of, the, of the movie. But let me know what y'all think. The next episode up is my top 10 list of the best 90s action movies of all time. Next month in December, Christian and I are doing Die Hard in Review. We are about to close out the Batman series with Mask of the Phantasm. We're going to start Die Hard next, next month in December. And then... I personally will start reviewing all the Terminator movies in December. And then at the end, probably the last episode, I will rank all five... Is it five Terminator movies? No, it's five Die Hard movies. I will rank all the Terminator movies from worst to best. And then January, I'll start another series. But I appreciate y'all joining me for this episode, and I'll catch y'all next time.